morning. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Brett Gresham. I'm the campus minister at the Wesley Foundation. Uh, Wesley, sorry, Wesley students. I said it, I, yeah. At Wesley, we are no longer a foundation. We are Wesley uh, United Methodist Campus Ministry at Virginia Tech. Um, and this weekend, uh, we, ha- as Bryson has said, we had this awesome opportunity uh, to share in ministry with each other and the Roanoke District youth. Um, from various churches and and serve in in the community in the New River Valley. Um, But one thing that made that possible um, is this church. All right. We would not be able to do this weekend, this mission weekend with the Roanoke District Youth and and Wesley at Virginia Tech, if it was not for Fieldstone United Methodist Church. The only reason we were able to have this this time and this time together um, to be in ministry and fellowship and worship Um, is because of you. And so we want to say thank you and uh, give you a big round of applause. All right, now that I've made you stand up, you can sit back down. Um, This is what we're about. It's connectional ministry. It's being in ministry with one another. Um, So we had a roof over our heads um, and and a place to sleep. because of you. So uh, we are extremely grateful for your radical hospitality and, and the way that you um, brought us in. Bryson, um, it was, he says like yesterday. I mean, that's Bryson. But like maybe a couple weeks ago, I came to him and said, hey, you know, we're going to be staying there. What about uh, worship? Uh, can we can we lead worship at, at your church? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> anything to get off on a Sunday. So he'd never say that, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so thank you um, for, for having us and, and being able to share in this time. This weekend, um, we were talking about mission is. Mission is, um, in our, our minds, two, two ways um, to think about mission. And we want to look at two scripture passages, and then we're going to bring some youth up to share um, their testimony. The first one is from uh, Philippians 2, uh, verses 3 through 8. Let us hear the word of God. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And then from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. When the Pharisees had heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So we talked about mission in two ways this weekend. We talked mission is ministry with, uh, with others. 
I almost said it, and I gave you all a chance to redeem yourself from not saying it so, so quickly. Ministry with others. Not two and four, ministry with, about relationships. And then we talked about last night, love out loud, our, our motto and theme at Wesley, that ministry, ministry and mission is loving out loud to our neighbors. Loving yourself so much that then you can share that love with others. Because in order to love out loud, you have to love yourself first. Because you can't love your neighbors as yourself if you don't love yourself, right? So we talked about these two different ways of um, being in ministry. And we talked about these lollipop moments. And you're going to hear about some of those. And it's those moments when somebody loved out loud to you or, some, or you loved out loud to somebody else. And we're going to have some youth uh, come up and share their testimonies about that. So, Sean. Hey guys, how are you guys doing today? Can you guys hear me? Is this okay? Um, probably uh, when he talks about mis- mission with others, uh, probably the, the best time I've done that is uh, on mission trips every summer with my youth group. We go to this thing called group work camps, and um, uh, we have people from all around the country working with us. Like this uh, past summer, we have people from Seattle, Montana, and Texas working together, and uh, it's just an amazing time to spend with each other. And uh, I think the second time I went on a mission trip, we went to Canton, Ohio. And uh, like a lot of these like weekends like this or mission trips, we have like one service that's supposed to be the most emotional, where you can connect to God the most and everything. And that's normally on the Thursday night of the week. And um, I just remember that um, after they did it, and people were pre- people were pretty getting pretty emotional. And I went up and knelt by the cross to pray. And this uh, girl who was sitting behind me just started like crying like hysterically. And I just felt this tug on my heart. Um, and so I went over and I comforted her and I prayed for her. And then one of her friends came by, so I, I left. And I just, I, I just felt this tug and I just went around. I just kept praying for people. And it, it was the greatest feeling ever because even though it's supposed to be an emotional night, it's not supposed to be where you like harp on yourself for, because Jesus gave himself on the cross, you're not supposed to be beat yourself down. You're supposed to know how much you're loved through that. And it felt great that I could show this to some people. And I remember um, later on, I prayed for these three guys. I remember they're from North Carolina. One of them, I remember his name was Gray, and he was always called it Gray, like the color. He was very, very, uh, very particular about that. And um, on the last night, or on the last morning, when we were packing up our stuff and leaving, um, I had, I decided to throw all my stuff in this one giant bag I thought it was smart, even though I was 13 years old and it was dragging. I was it was dragging me. So this big guy named Gray comes up and just takes the bag out of my hands and carries it to the car with me. And just because he, because I prayed for him, he wanted to give it back to me. And it's just it's the greatest thing ever because I didn't realize how much I impacted him that night. And he said that he just never thought someone would want to pray for him like that. And then he wanted to pay it back to me. And it's just. It's just so great to see the love of Christ like that, like back and forth to each other. Um, it, it's the best thing ever, and it, w- it was a great moment. Hi, well, good morning, everybody. My name is Ethan, and I am from Bonsack United Methodist. <laughs> All right, and first thing, I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I w- heard about this weekend, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going. As we got closer, I was having my doubts, and then right before, I told Tim, 
was like, I don't know if I want to go this weekend. Because uh, last weekend, we just got off of a, a work crew thing at Journey, Rockbridge. So that was real tiring work. And I was like, I don't know if I can take another weekend. And then Tim just looked at me and said, You'll, you're going, there's no doubt. And <laughs> so here I am, and my attitude has just completely changed the first time I walked through into the doors at Wesley. All right, so now um, I'm going to talk to you about my definition of mission that we did the first night. Have it with me. I wrote, mission to me is people from one or many places gathering in one place, then going out and doing God's work, and sh to show his love to people less fortunate than most. That, to me, was just, has always just been what mission is about. I, would, I looked at that, and then um, one example from, yeah, one example of mission was um, a mis or, yeah, missions trip that we took down to Choctaw, Mississippi, which is an Indian reservation for those who don't know. And just that entire week, like I didn't, I was doing the definition that um, Brett and everyone was talking about, but I had no idea. We just developed relationships with these kids. Like we would give them piggyback rides, play sports with them, played in the mud, lot of mud. And yeah, just developed these strong relationships. I don't even know half the kids' names. I just know that one kid I followed around and we played trucks all day. <laughs> and um, another uh, example was our youth group did a vacation Bible school for the kids at the local rescue mission. So we went down and we had, um, there was this creek down there that the kids loved to go play in. So we all went down there and we went down the kids were going pretty far, so I had to go down and get them. And then the older kids that thought they were better left. And so they went back, and I was stuck with the two little ones. So I was barefoot, and it was a very, very rocky creek bed. And I was walking through, and the one kid, Dalton, couldn't get his pants wet because his mom would get mad. So I had to carry him. Then Miranda wanted to get, be carried because Dalton was being carried. So I had one on my back and then one in my arms. And it was, it was impossible. <laughs> uh, so when we, I finally got down there, Tim was yelling my name, like wondering where I was, probably eaten by a bear. Um, and so we got back and then that Thanksgiving, I realized, or I found out that um, Dalton, the little boy that I carried on my back, was my second cousin. I had no clue. And then I saw him, I was like, hey. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, um, yeah. And with the whole lollipop love thing, that has been shown to me like throughout this entire youth group. Like we, people have told us that we are the closest knit youth group they've ever seen. Like we're pretty much a family. And Tim Craft, about two years ago when I first started coming here, the instant I stepped through the door, Tim Craft has been showing me lollipop love after lollipop after lollipop after lollipop. I've told him countless times that when I, if I ever win the lottery, I'm giving it all to him. <laughs> so, uh, and another another person who's not here, Tim Wright, has started like small groups and stuff with us, and I've just, in my time in this youth group, become closer to God than I ever have been before. And now, um, my definition of um, mission has changed. I used to think that it was just us going and, you know, 
caring for people, caring for other, uh, caring for others, and the less fortunate. I was completely wrong. I shouldn't be standing there thinking, "Oh, I'm better just because I have more things or I have more friends or family or anything." It should be developing a relationship. Like even when we go to the rescue mission and we're serving like lunches and dinners, like w as they go through the lines, they have the biggest smiles on their face, and we're most of the time sitting there kind of grumpy because it's been a long day. But we, I feel like in a place we can learn like that, we can learn from the people that we're serving more than we can teach them. So that's all. <laughs> okay, hi everybody. My name's Zach. Just a little brief introduction. Um, I'm a senior, and I go to Raleigh Court United Methodist Church. And um, next year, I plan on attending Appalachian State University to major in sacred music, and I plan to become a music minister when I get older. So um, I'm going to start off with Psalm 145, verses 1 through 16. And I'm reading from the message, so it has strange translations, but I actually like it. So um, it starts off David's praise. I lift you high in praise, my God, O my King, and I'll bless your name into eternity. I'll bless you every day and keep it up from now to eternity. God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough. There are no boundaries to his greatness. Generation after generation stands in awe of your work. Each one tells stories of your mighty acts. Your beauty and splendor have everyone talking. I compose songs on your wonders. Your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of details of your greatness. The fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everyone's lips. God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, is rich in love. God is good to one and all. Everything he does is suffused with grace. Creation and creatures applaud you, God. Your holy people bless you. They talk about the glories of your rule. They exclaim over your splendor. Letting the world know of your power for good, the lavish splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom eternal. You never get voted out of office. God always does what he says and is gracious in everything he does. God gives a hand to those down on their luck, gives a fresh start to those ready to quit. All eyes are on you expectant. You give them their meals on time. Generous to a fault, you lavish your favor on all creatures. So these verses, the way I've read them, they speak about how God is spreading his love throughout the earth. Um, and I take this as, this is one of the only ways, we are one of the only ways to show people in need um, is to spread the love and the will of God through mission work. Um, and then another verse that I found is Matthew 28, 19 through 20. It's the end of Matthew, and it says, it's right after Jesus is risen from the dead, and it says, Jesus undeterred went right ahead and gave his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet far and near in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. I'll be with you as you do this, day after day after day, right up to the end of the age. So the United Methodist Church, as I know, is one of the biggest organizations that supports mission. As a United Methodist, as all, we all are United Methodists, we should all spread God's love through mission in some way possible. Many people don't realize, though, that you can do mission work for God in numerous ways. What this weekend has taught me is that mission work is not achieved only through difficult tasks and hard work, but through the worship of God, the loving of others, and the acceptance and the spread of God's word. Some examples of this are mission work 
of course. Um, music ministry by spreading the word of God through music. Um, youth groups doing service projects, the United Methodist men and women completing actions for the community, and the list goes on and on for the United Methodist Church and all churches around the world. So a quick story I have. Um, this past January, I was messaging this woman on Facebook because my dad was her landlord and she needed some help with getting her stuff out of a garage or something. And um, she um, was worried about my dad. She was like, I've heard he's sick. Is there anything I can do? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, oh, I don't know if you know yet. And I was like, okay, so this is strange. So I went, I went to my dad on a warm January day, which it's warm. I don't know why. Um, Mother Nature has absolutely no idea what's going on this year. Um, and, oh, whoops, actually, I need that. Sorry. <laughs> and um, I asked him, hey, Dad, what's up? What's going on? He took me behind the garage, and he said, son, I've been diagnosed with a sarcoma, leg cancer, some sort of cancer in his leg. And it was kind of a big shock to me. I never had met my grandmother, who died from um, ovarian cancer. And this was, it was just a really big shock. It's something that I never thought could actually happen. So the following weeks were difficult. Um, my dad had to go to numerous doctor appointments. And he, um, he never lost the faith, though. And so lots of people in our community actually gave us meals, prayed for us, did anything that we needed. And um, he actually finished his final radiation treatment on Friday, as I said before. And he's been doing very well. But um, all of these people that have just been praying for us and giving us what we need have spread the word of God through mission work in every way possible. So basically what I'm trying to say is we can all spread love and the will and the word of God through putting all of our love and all we do in any kind of mission. And then a quote to end is from our founder, John Wesley. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can. Thank you. So I'm Abby. I'm from Fieldstone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and today I'm going to share a little lollipop moment that I had, and it started at pizza with the pastor, and I was sitting on the couch with my mom, and Bryson looks straight at me, and he goes, you should be a minister, you know, go into ministry or something, and I look back at him like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but I think it started because the, one of the very first times I came to Fieldstone, we were talking about people that had led us in life or, you know, led us closer to God, and I got up here and spoke. I don't know how many of you all remember that, but um, I just have always thought, you know, maybe I should, you know, maybe I shouldn't, but this was kind of like an answer to me. You know, it was just kind of, here it is, and I really think that it could happen. Um, but now I've started kind of writing devotions, you know, um, I have a couple of them, but he just kind of led me to think, you know, this is what I can be, and it really opened my eyes and got me to understand more. It's hard 
to stand up and share um, your story, um, where you are and, and what you've been doing to a lot of people that you, you don't know. Um, as pastors, we get to stand up in front of congregations that we know pretty well. Um, but I think it's uh, a testimony to the way God is moving in the life of our church, in the life of our youth, that they're willing to, they were told last night that they're speaking, um, and to get up here and share their heart with you is something that, that I find incredible, um, and so thank you all, um, the ones at 9 o'clock and the ones here uh, at 1030 um, for, for sharing with us and, and sharing God's love and giving us um, moments, um, those, one of those lollipop moments for us of where we have been impacted by your love. And as we, we gather together um, around the table today, we, we are always in awe of the way that God um, is living and breathing, breathing and moving in us. Um, throughout history, we have seen a God that loves us so much and wants to be in such tight and close and authentic relationship with us. God came in the person of Jesus for that reason, to be in relationship. Relationships is what it's all about. And we have to do that by being in ministry and mission and fellowship and discipleship with each other. With. It's community. We see time and time again in Scripture the way that God shows us how to be in relationship. And it was relationships that Jesus built with his disciples that carried God's word into the world. And they were had such a tight relationship with one another that the night that Jesus told them, Y'all, I'm going to have to die. I'm going to have to suffer. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear that this guy that had led them to so many places and to reach so many people was going to leave them. But he said, even though I'm going, I'm still going to be with you. I'm not just going to be there for you or to you. I'm going to be with you always. That's our promise. And so the night that he was hanging with his friends at the table, he shared with them in this holy meal, a meal that we get to come to and, and share together. And that night, Jesus took bread, and he broke it, and he gave thanks to God, and he blessed it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to God, he blessed it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us pray.
Gracious and almighty God, we thank you for your abundant love in our lives. For the ways that you live and breathe and move in each and every one of us. For your love that we are called to share with others. Thank you so much that you love us and you want to be in relationship with us and you pursue us at all times. God, as we gather around this table, as we share in this meal with one another, strengthen us. Allow your spirit to empower us to be the body of Christ to all we meet, with all we meet. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ so that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with each other, one with you, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. And now we pray with confidence the prayer that your son taught us by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.